Hi, this is Trevor Jackson. Welcome to Tomorrow is Mine. Devasen and Archanen never planned to study on the Gold Coast. Deva had been here for holidays a few times, but studying on the Gold Coast wasn't on his radar. It was only through an extraordinary circumstance, in the shape of a global pandemic, that forced him to rethink his plans. Originally, Deva had been working towards a career in tourism and had studied in that field at university in Malaysia. But ironically, it was while he was here at Australia's holiday capital as a tourist that Deva realised his immediate future in that industry would be severely hampered, thanks to COVID. As international borders rapidly began to close, Deva had to decide whether he would stay here in Australia or return home to Malaysia. In choosing to stay, Deva decided to follow his heart. Coming from a traditional Asian extended family, Deva had always cared for his grandparents and had in fact accompanied his grandfather on this particular trip to Australia. Deva had always enjoyed this role and so he began his journey in the care sector, studying aged care at Educare College. Since enrolling, Deva has already gained a work placement at a local aged care facility and he's enjoying it so much that he wants to establish his career here on the Gold Coast. In a world riddled by uncertainty, that's a remarkable outcome for someone who never planned to study here in the first place. Deva, as you prefer yeah. to be called, which part of Malaysia are you from? Okay, I'm in the state called Perak. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Perak. Okay, yeah. and where is Perak? Perak is the more to north side of the Malaysia. So I live in the north side of Malaysia. Yep, yep yeah. Uh, it's like, from three hours, yeah, three hours from KL, the yeah. Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, everyone, city. Every, yeah, yeah everyone, everyone knows everyone the city. Know Malaysia, everyone knows Kuala Lumpur. So, <laughs> so that's why I was like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that's why I make it at this point. Okay, that's the. <laughs> so <laughs> no, it's no. like two. Yeah, so I think now it's two and a half hours. Yeah, you can get. Okay. Two and a half hours. So reasonably yeah. close. So, but this is a rural area. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It is a rural area. Yeah. But it's more a lot of nature in there. Full of like the mountains and everything, nice. and then tigers. Yeah, uh, yeah we got tigers. <laughs> yeah. yeah, in your backyard, of course. No, you no, ride one not to in school. My backyard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not so, in my backyard. Okay, so what was your life growing up like in that part of Malaysia? Oh, I love the nature. I really love the nature, the green, and you know we have this monsoon time where you get the rain the second half of the year, so that's the most. Uh, that's the most lovely part, you know, <laughs> my favorite. Yeah, you know, monsoon, because everything growing just comes up there, yeah, you, you you will have the sunny days and the monsoon. That's all. So it's like no four seasons like in here. Mm. Yeah, only like monsoon and the sunny day. So the rainy days are like a snow or you know the cold season for us. Yeah. <laughs> so I really like that. Yeah, yeah, I really like. So it. when you start getting towards the end of the dry season and the monsoon is coming, there's like that build up where exactly. it's just coming and coming. And people get really crazy because I know like in the far north of Australia in Darwin at the top end they call it going tropo where people just go nuts because they're just waiting and waiting for the monsoon to come is it the same kind of thing uh not really because people used to have that monsoon time we have a lot of rains but we also have rains in between when the hot days oh okay, yes. right. okay. like you know if sometimes there's a really hot day then you'll have the night time the raining so it's like 
all kind of mix. So some people, it for them, it's like normal. But for us, uh, for me, especially me, it's like <laughs> a special. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you're growing up in this rural part of Malaysia, very beautiful part by the sounds of it, green, lush, lots of life, particularly in the monsoon season. So was it a very quiet life or is it busy or what's it like? In the city, we do have a city. Uh, call it as Ipoh. Mm. Yeah, that's the main city of Perak. So it's busy there. But in the rural area, it's so quiet. It's like living in Gold Coast. Yeah, like yeah. living on the Gold Coast. Yeah, yeah. that's why I kind of, you know, I can kind of match. Okay, that's the same thing. I can get it here. You relate. You get yeah, the same I kind can, of vibe yes, on the Gold Coast. Yes, I can relate that. I, can, I get the vibe there. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. Okay. <laughs> Tell me about your cultural background. You're born there, but you're not. Well, you're Malaysian, but your family history goes much further back than that. So Yes, yes, okay. So it sounds like I'm the fourth generation in Malaysia, according to my mother's side. I think according to my father's side, it's about third generation because my father's father and the great... No, I think it's still the same, yeah. Fourth generation. So my great-great-grandfather, that their family, they moved from south side of India, so which call it as Tamil Nadu. And then they lived uh, in Malaysia and then they had their families. So I'm the now fourth generation. So we have that cultural background from India as well. Right. As in, so that's uh, my mother tongue is Tamil. Yeah. So I got a Tamil background and uh, we are, I grew up in Malaysia. So I got the Malay and the yeah, culture and events and all that. Okay, yes. so you got a bit of both. So growing up, did you identify more as Tamil because you spoke Tamil at yes. home with your parents yes. uh, as, as opposed to Malaysian? Or? Yes, yeah. yes. So we grow up, I talk uh, we at, at in the house, I mean, with family, we all talk in Tamil and sometimes talk in English as well, but mostly Tamil. And then with my friends and everyone, a lot of Malays, so we talk in Pasam Layu. I see. So, if it, like your Tamil language that you speak at home, how different is that? Is it exactly the same if you went to Sri Lanka or southern India and you spoke that same tongue? Would, you, uh, would in, it basically be the same language? Yeah, in Sri Lanka, it's a bit uh, different. You can see some difference in Tamil, but we can understand what they're talking. But uh, there might be some words a bit different, but South Side is the, exactly the same Tamil that we're using. But also in Tamil, Nadu, I mean in India, they have their dialects. Yeah, yeah. Different places have different dialects. So if we as a Malaysian go back to India, you know, for a visit or tour or anything, when we speak in Tamil, they'll be like, oh, your Tamil is so different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then yeah. they'll be like, oh, we... Not even, you know, speak like that in our daily life. It's like a different dialect. Same yeah. language, but a different dialect. Exactly. Yeah, okay. Exactly. Yeah. If you're in that remote part of Malaysia, was there any kind of influence of Western culture or was it very traditional kind of Tamil culture in your case or, or Malay culture growing up there? Oh, we, we used to have our Indian Tamil culture at home. It's a very traditional culture. But when we start and grow up, you know, um, the generations uh, occurs, then you have that Western culture as well. So it's like in, the, in your dressing sense, you know, whatever. So that, that type, you can see the Western culture in you. But uh, for our festival seasons, we all love to wear our traditional attire. So that's how the culture goes. You get the best uh, yes. of all worlds, yes. don't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, and then it's like multiracial uh, country. Malaysia is one of the multiracial countries. So we also celebrate Malay's Dia Festival. We call it as Hari Raya. 
we celebrate that and then also we also have chinese friends so we celebrate chinese new year as well <laughs> yeah and then and christmas <laughs> everything exactly yeah that sounds like fun exactly so we we celebrate all Which is a very Indian thing because they're always having festivals. Exactly. (laughs) We have a lot of festivals. The calendar full of festivals. (laughs) Fantastic. We have the main festival called uh, Deepavali. You know, same language but different dialects. So we call it as Deepavali, the festival of lights. But the same Deepavali, uh, also the north side Indians celebrate that. But they call it as Diwali. Right. Yeah. This Diwali, yes. But the same thing, just two dialects. That's all. Sure. And your family life, was it very much like the Western side way of things is is the kind of nuclear family, the, the parents and the kids and the dog or whatever. But was it more intergenerational family living from your childhood growing up there, like grandparents in your house and that yes, sort of thing? Yes, we do have, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I used to live here with my grandparents also. So my grandparents, my parents, you know, included me. We all lived in the same house. So is that time. both, both yes. sets of grandparents? Yes. Wow, yes. so how many people would be in the so house? So it's like, it's like full house always. Oh, I bet. Yes, yeah. <laughs> it's a full house. <laughs> we used to grow up, you know, so I used to grow up with all my cousins and everyone. So we really close, like going anywhere, playing, you know, playing there yeah that's like a ancestral place a house there so we used to you know come there and then once you know life started you know we all grow up so we then only we started to move but yes. also the same place i mean it's it's the same uh area that we just moved so yeah. we can get together all again I get and that. again <laughs> yeah. well except yeah. you can't at the moment do you miss that like when you've yes. grown up in that really tight-knit family environment and you come to another country to study and to live how much are you feeling the loss of that oh really every day i've been feeling that you know because once i came here and then you know my cousins and everyone they started to miss me and then when when you were there you didn't really understand your place but when you move out then you understand how much of love they had for you (laughs) so Mm. it's like really kind of really homesick a lot of times i get the homesick you know sometimes when you know at home so I've been calling my mom every day and then she will call me every day. So we FaceTiming every day. Nice. And then there is some uh, days like I fix for my uh, cousin. So we will have, we'll have that group, you know, video calls, you know, whatever, the Zoom calls, everything. So, yeah, I still keep in touch with them. So we have this fair WhatsApp family group. So we update all the things. Yeah, yeah. that's happening. You're a lucky generation <laughs> because not that long ago that video calls weren't <clears throat> possible. And now, like for the nothing, you can connect with your family see them and have that's that, true, that connection yeah. and let's face it in the covid world well that's as close as anyone gets to <laughs> that's <laughs> true places, that's true that's really true so that's when the covid hits actually a really a big thing for me because i came here to australia in a tourist visa mm. i followed my granddad and my uncle's dad right so i just followed him because he can't travel alone so i followed him and then we you know i, I can do a tour or whatever but and then we went to lockdown i exactly came on the first of march oh <laughs> in 2020 the, yes so you came with your grandfather yes and you couldn't go back no Oh, so, we so you weren't planning yet. to actually nope. come and live here? <laughs> nope. <laughs> so you're an accidental tourist come, yes, come ex- resident now. Exactly. Wow, okay. That's true. We'll backtrack to that in a second because I just want to find out, when you were growing up, did mm-hmm. you have any ambitions about or any idea about what you wanted to be? When you're growing up in that huge extended family all together with your cousins having a great time and did you have wild dreams and hopes about what you wanted to do? Yeah, I do had that, you know, but 
in a like a traditional family we do have that um how to say a stereotype that you you know go for the big professional things like doctor mm-hmm. or teacher or, mm-hmm. you know lawyer whatever yep. but i feel like why have to be the same thing that everyone wants I, i want to be something different so that's when i changed my career path you know i studied for tourism management i did a degree and then i i love travel so i love traveling to the nature you know connect yourself with the nature so i really like it so i planned okay you have to just travel i i like i i when i was young and then when i get to know about these traveling things you know world most beautiful parts you know So, so you want to see like, the world. Yes. Yeah. I want to see the world. I want yeah. to travel. I want hey. to learn a lot of people. I want to get to know a lot of, you know, people and then learn about the world. So that's how I had the plan. But it happens in a different way where I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> well, life never works out quite exactly, the way you think it's going to, exactly. does it? So you studied tourism in Malaysia at university, but had you s- travelled much before you did the degree or while you were d- uh, studying for the degree? Had you actually seen much of the world? Yeah, um, not really, you know, out of Malaysia, but inside Malaysia we used to travel a lot so my family uh, family has this tradition because we all after the school holidays we we will go somewhere for the traveling so my parents do that thing for us so that's how you know we love to travel and then the, from young we get to know that so maybe that's another thing that makes me okay you have to go and travel that out of Malaysia there's a lot of things so the first time i got into a plane and the first time i came to australia in 2016 that was the first time you'd <laughs> been in a plane that was the first time how exciting was that it was uh, there's no <laughs> words to say <laughs> i was like that's the first time i'm getting into plane you know yeah. in airplane and then yeah. i was like oh I'm going somewhere new. It's it's like a whole new world. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in Aladdin movie, you can, you know, when they're over the sky, it's yeah. not a single whole new. It feels the same thing for me. It's like, wow. So when you came here in 2016, who yeah. was that with? With, with my uh, grand, granddad. Same well. grandfather? Same grandfather. Right. So, so your, he, it sounds like he's your personal responsibility. <laughs> yeah. uh, not really, actually, uh, because my grandfather, uh, he lives in Kuala Lumpur, but he lives in Perak. So he used to travel every year because his son is here so he right. used to travel every every year to visit his son and the son, son a daughter in law got it yeah okay so that time i was in my term break my i was studying my degree in mm. tourism management and that time i was in my term break and then my granddad came to visit so he said he offered me uh, why don't you come with me it's like the first time i had a joke wow. <laughs> and then international travel <laughs> exactly. this is my opportunity i'm there exactly like, yeah. the yeah. first thing i was like uh, <laughs> i looked at my parents and then they looked at me i was mm. like kind of and then he said you will get a, a really good exposure because you studying for tourism so my parents say okay just go and go and explore this is, maybe this is your opportunity that's how it very fast it, it happened was. wow and that was to the gold coast yes straight yeah. to gold coast okay and yeah. that's the first can I you think fly direct from kuala lumpur to the gold coast yes oh wow that time that's, that's the first time they introduced airasia oh introduced so that the was new an opportunity to grab. yes yeah, nice. yes so it was an eight and a half hours journey yeah which yeah. is quite a long time in plane especially when you've never <laughs> quite been a long before. time but exciting first time but it is exciting <laughs> so when you landed here 
Did it feel like you were on another planet? or Exactly. It, it was so different to home. Exactly. I felt it the same thing. I was like in a different planet because that time was the winter. And the winter is the something like a wonderful weather that I'm w- waiting to, you know, experience it. And then yeah. it's like winter or oh, we are going there. <laughs> but we don't like, get wow. real winters here on the Gold Coast. <laughs> it's not yeah, like going to Antarctica I, or something. <laughs> I got <laughs> to know that winter, there's no snow in here. But it's all right. <laughs> we had that. No, we you don't know. get any snow here. <laughs> that's true we don't get any snow here <laughs> you've arrived here and you're probably thinking what is this place these people speak funny like you know and not like the english you would have learned at school you probably learned american english didn't exactly. you exactly so you probably that's had trouble english. understanding us as well yes i was like first time i was like what they're saying <laughs> because yeah accent is so thick Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. The yeah. Aussie accent, yeah, mm. Aussie slang. Sometimes it's like, and then I look at my aunt and I'm like, okay, explain me this yeah. thing. Uh, yeah. And then she said, you know, once we start to live here and then get to you know more people here, then we'll get to understand. But yeah, now actually I can see the changes actually. <laughs> From the time that I came that time, I, I stayed here about two months. Uh-huh. Uh, no, okay. one month, I think nearly one month. In 2016. Yep. Yeah, 2016. Okay. And then yeah. I went back. And then I came here again uh, in 2019 to my uncle's house as a, at yeah the same Gold Coast, right. and then I stayed here about three months. I stayed and here then came back months. again in 2020. Yes, and, and you're still came, here. Yes, so I'm you've been here, here a few times. Yes, right? I, I've been oh, here okay. a few times. But yeah. only the Gold Coast, or did you get? Yes, to see only the Gold Coast. Time? But the second time in 2019, I came here. I flew with my uncle to Sydney, and then I had a tour okay. in Sydney. Yeah, pretty spectacular city. Yes, mm. I went to the you know okay. the, the Harbour Bridge. Yes, yes. Opera House. Yeah, Opera House. Yeah, the usual places. Yes. Yep, that's yeah, okay. the usual place. You keep getting drawn back to the Gold Coast. What is it that you like about the Gold Coast? Gold Coast is more to the place where like. You know, you have the sea and the nature, the mountain, sea and the mountain. I like the both. I can't be like, uh, if I go towards the sea, I'll feel like, oh, no, I, you know, left behind the mountains. Yeah. <laughs> so like here you can get them yeah. both. The hinterland's so close. Exactly. It's like half an hour. Yeah. There. So uh, my uncle's property is in hinterland. So it's towards Mount Tambourine. So I get it like a hinterland feeling there. And then if we want to go to the beach, we just go. Beautiful. Beach. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. It's one thing to come here for a holiday, even an extended holiday, like a month or a couple of months, but you've been here now for nearly two years. Yes. <laughs> How has this experience since you've been here and, and began studying here lived up to your expectations? Because, yeah, it's the tourism capital of Australia, the Gold Coast, but living here, did it actually meet your expectations in terms of lifestyle? Yes, mm. it did. It did. Uh, the first time, you know, when you got the news that you got stranded and then you have to start a new thing everything it had a like a big turning point yeah oh, yeah so i'm sure it, yeah. it is a pretty big turning point <laughs> yeah. and then it's like okay slowly we have to start here this is what we expected but it's happening in an unexpected way but it's a good thing for you <laughs> so oh, yeah. that's how i slowly you know recovered and then i got to you know do some research on what are the studies here you know should i just continue with my tourism degree but is it worth it because this time is the lockdown right. tourism mm. is not operating in yeah, well, worldwide. of course, COVID really severely impacted yes. tourism. So you hadn't actually completed your degree at that stage, is that right? I already completed my degree in okay. Malaysia. So, yeah. But you thought because of COVID, you yes. thought, well, there's not going to be many opportunities in That's the tourism true. industry. What was your thinking then? Because it's like, okay, if not tourism, what made you start moving towards the care sector? Oh, that's the main thing uh, where 
I used to uh, help my family members, you know, my grandpa, grandma at home. And then, you know, that's kind of thing that I had in myself. So sometimes my family members even call me to, you know, can you come and take care of them so we can, you know, do whatever stuff they wanted to do. So I thought that I had the thing in my in myself. So the thing is, I knew what to do uh, with that, you know, taking care or giving care to a people. So mm. I thought, oh, why not? Because back then in Malaysia, it's not really popular, but we have that care sectors as well, but not really popular. But in Australia, we, I thought like, wow, this is a big market here. It's well, a, a very different like setup. Huge. I mean, in, exactly. in Malaysia, you've got families looking after their, exactly, their grandparents, exactly. their, their, the, the their Asian culture. Yes. Yes. yes, Here, it's very different. Nuclear family. That's true. That's true. So, so how did your family react when you said, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to have a career in the care <laughs> care sector? Did that make much sense to them? Or? They were really shocked. <laughs> uh, it's hard for them to accept it. But, you know, when because they, they don't got, see it as yes, a career, as a career, because they were surprised when I told them that's a career here. It's not in Malaysia, you know, back then. So first they were a bit, you know, not really OK with it. But after that. They got to know about it, and then I sent a lot of like researchers on the HK here. What you know, all the reasons that I chose this, and then they got to know. Okay, this is your path now. So go enjoy it, and then they start to support me. Nice, yeah. yeah. And how have you found it, David? Like making that choice and stepping into this whole new sector, which is not what you planned. This is a total <laughs> U-turn in your life and your plans. Has it been good? Yeah, it is. I think I made a right decision. At the right time, I'm in a good place now. So I actually doubted myself at first. But when I started studying it and then I was looking for placement and then my college found the placement for me. So I'm studying in the Educate College in Southport. They found a placement uh, place for me. So it's called a TRICARE Labrador facility. And then I got into it and then I didn't really expect they will offer me the job with them. Not even, I think that, that the first week and the third day, the clinical manager called me and then they sh- she mentioned that, oh, you had a really nice personality when you're taking care, of, uh, when I'm giving a care to someone, it's mm. like I'm feeding someone and then I'm, I'm like smiling. And then mm. that she said that it's really the need that we need for this personal care position. So she said, once you finish your placement, you can apply for a job. We ready to, willing to give you a job. So they're like, very wow. happy with you, yeah? <laughs> wow. <laughs> so I was like, at the first I doubted myself and then I was like, oh, that is inside me. So I have to just show it, you know, get myself with it. And then now, yeah, I, I got a job with them and then now I'm working with them. Well, you have yeah. a very gentle nature and yeah. that makes a lot of sense, even though you might not see that from the outside. So TRICARE is a, an aged care facility. Yes, so you're, an aged you're, you're care working Yes. Why did you choose Educare? I mean, you could have studied at any of a number of institutions here on the Gold Coast. Why did you choose them? Yep. Uh, I was doing some researches and then giving some call. And then I found this Educare, you know, they really satisfying reviews. And then the way that they approached me and then the things that they did for me was really good. So So what sort of things did they do for you? So it's like they... They said they promised that we will find a place for you. So, you know, whatever that COVID happens. So they said you will start with the online classes. So no need to rush about it. So which, what day do you want? We can just start from you. So it's like everything, whatever you want, they just do it for you. Right. They worked in with you. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, wow. exactly. So Very they, flexible. Very, very, very flexible, I yeah. think. 
But before that course, uh, an inter-English course requirement. So I took an EAP class in Eagle Academy, just opposite the student yes. hub. Yeah. Yes. And then I, uh, after I uh, passed that, and then that the results that got into the EduCare. So one of the requirement to get my certificate. Was your English? Yes. Yeah, right. English. English level. But going to school in Malaysia, yes. you learn English. And you Malay, of course. Tamil. So yes, three Malay. languages. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I do learn Spanish as well, but not really. <laughs> I can't speak. Well, three really. languages yeah. is pretty good going. <laughs> yeah, I think it's that's two enough. Two more languages than I speak. <laughs> and how is your study? I mean, you're, you're talking about how flexible they've been, but how was your study experience? Was it very practically orientated? Did you find that the things that you were learning, that you were being taught at Educare, were very relevant to the role in terms of what you've been doing now in this aged care facility at TRICARE? Uh, for the first time when we started to study, we feel like it's more to theoretical. And then we suggest that we give them suggestion, like we need more practicals, you know, when we go to a placement so we know what to do exactly. And then they started to, you know, like bringing in the manual handling, whatever, whatever things that we have to do in the care. So they start to bring it in like a lot of examples. So that gives a lot of, you know, opportunity for us to learn it and then just go and apply what we learning it. And then the studies are also more flexible. Before COVID, it was pretty bad at the time because we only have the online class. We can't even meet the, you know, teacher. So you couldn't even do the practical stuff. It was all theoretical. Yes, all theoretical. So once after COVID, it was like, a good start for us. Well, again, like, lucky here yeah. because we've had very minimal lockdowns in Queensland. But, yeah, that's true. That's true. Even in other parts of Australia, like Sydney and Melbourne, it's been a lot of lockdowns. So, you, again, quite lucky that you chose the Gold Coast. <laughs> that's true, actually. Being able to do this. Didn't really feel that lockdown. It's like, feel like we are still had a normal life with that lockdown period compared to the other places or the other countries. They yes. can't even go out from the, you know, from mm. their houses. Yeah. It's really hard. You mentioned the Gold Coast Student Hub there. Tell me about the Gold Coast Student Hub because I know that you're a frequent visitor there. You've just had a student morning tea this morning, a free morning tea for students. But you're there a lot. What do you love so much about the hub? Okay, the first time I, you know, I started to study in Eagle Academy, I got a friend called Catalina. We met her just now. Yeah, she she was the one that introduced me that they're giving the free coffee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's how we, you know, uh, we made a group and then we start coming into the student hub. And then after that, I got into the art job club, the English language conversation club. So I get into all that events that started doing. And then the gold class movie, you know. And then the first time I start in the first event. So I feel like I am start to socialize. And then I got to know a lot of people because I have no background here. So I know I apart don't from know your grandfather, anyone. Yeah. Exactly. But yeah. my, my uncle's family, I don't know anyone here, yeah. anyone. So after coming to the student hub, then only I start to mingle with people, got to know a lot of friends. So now I think the from last year, September, I think, that's when I started my course. And then until now, I've been going to student hub because I get a lot of friends. And now I got a group of friends that we now used to hang out in a lot of places. It sounds like it was very instrumental in making you feel a part of a bigger student family or community. Yes, that's true. Which sometimes in your institution, and it's nothing negative about a particular institution because it can happen anywhere, but you're just so focused on the study. You come in, you sit in your class, you do what you have to do, and you do your practical exams and you go home. Yeah, that's true. So you might not necessarily socialise, but 
the beauty of the hub is that there's students from all sorts of institutions that meet there, these social yes. experiences. But you have embraced this big time. So you mentioned Job Club. You mentioned English language conversations. Tickets to gold movie yeah, uh, uh, and sessions. The day and, yeah, the day Yeah, all these excursions, all these amazing yes. things. And just about all of these things are absolutely free, which is it's incredible true. for students. That's true. It yeah. is. It is yeah. really. It's. I think it's a wonderful opportunity. It might be in, you know, all the countries should have a place, you know, because when you're going to a new country and then you don't know about the place and then there's someone to like guide you, like treat you like a family. So we feel very comfortable to coming to Gold Coast Student Hub and then, you know, start to meet a lot of friends and then the word of mouth. So you can get a lot of information, out, outside information, what do you have to have, what do you have to do, a lot of opportunities, a lot of events for students. So I got it everything from the student hub after I started to go. So that's how, you know, I got into a lot of events and everything. Great social interaction, exactly. but also that support if you need it, like the, the yes. information there, the support, yeah, is there. One of the groups that you joined was the Drama Club. Yeah. And my understanding is that when you joined that club, you were pretty shy, that you sort of just, you know, quiet there. But you've since become one of the most vocal, active <laughs> participants in the drama club. And this is a club that's organised by students, a student at Southern Cross University. Then it's growing all the time in popularity. Can you tell me how that participating in that drama club has transformed you, has changed you? As a yeah. person. <laughs> okay, back in Malaysia, I used to enroll myself in all these drama clubs and everything. And then I became a director of a drama club. And then I uh, brought a lot of teams to a drama competitions. So that was inside me. So I really had a passion with the arts, you know, arts and culture. So I love the dancing dramas you know singing mm. so i had a really a big passion in it so when i heard about this drama event i was like oh wow the same thing happening here so i should you know uh involve this is myself. me yes. this is me <laughs> <laughs> i can find myself in there <laughs> so that's how i got to know this drama club and then i start to you know enroll it and the first time i and uh, started to move in there because it's a new thing back in there it's like a different type of group people you know but here it's a new group, a new group. Of you didn't know these people. I don't know so anyone. you were very shy <laughs> just a bit quiet. so that's the yeah. time uh, not to say shy but uh, it's like a observation for me it's like okay so these people is like this okay <laughs> <laughs> so I, I have a, I used to do that you know yeah always have in Australia a, we call that sussing it out yeah <laughs> just sussing out what's going on yes right? just sussing out what's going on yeah that's true that, that's really true and then I'll get to know about them and then I'll start the self in me will come out <laughs> yeah. yeah that's uh, you know transformation that happens in yeah. the drama class that's lovely yeah this morning at that morning tea a lot of students in the hub again free morning tea free food coffee all of that and I'm thinking about when you were mentioning how much you miss your family, that nothing can substitute your family. But I was thinking that that's probably the next best thing you can have is that kind of environment where you do feel exactly. welcome and a great group of people get together, just be together, spend time together. Yeah, that's true. So it's like a second family for me now. It's the student hub, you yeah. know, you know, all the friends, new friends. And they're from all over the world. Exactly, yeah. all over the world. Yeah. It's like in one place you can meet people from all of the world and you got to know them it's like i find uh, myself kind of new to me it's like oh i can socialize now <laughs> you know i i'm more kind of introvert person but now i can see the changes in my life i feel like 
more extrovert. I have a uh, the courage to go and start a conversation and then start talking to people. I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> so much of changes in me. That's amazing, isn't it? And is it about the and because you're speaking in a language it isn't your native tongue even though you learned English at school. You'd only learn up to a certain standard and you still had to do English here at the Eagle Academy. Yes. But is it also that you're more confident in the language as well? It's like yes. sometimes I think, you know, when English isn't a student's first language and they come here, it takes a little while. You just got to feel confident conversing in this not quite so familiar tongue. Yeah, that's yeah. true. The first time, yeah, I had a a bit less confident in my speaking because mm. when I, you know, listen to people talking in English, yeah, I was like, oh wow, <laughs> it's like <I'm> so high <laughs> standard. And then I was like, no, I'm not starting any conversation. <laughs> it's like like that. And then after I start to you know mingle around with people, start get socializing, and then you have to talk in English, and then I start to. It's it's I think it's already in me. I just had the less confident in myself so I didn't really spoke. Yeah. But now. So but now yeah. Big difference. And and, the, <laughs> and so having different. that opportunity to socialize really changes that very quickly, doesn't it? Because exactly. you're getting more opportunities to speak with other people who again, English might not be their first language. So you were talking about how much you've changed. Does your family recognize that when you're on a video call when you call your mum? And you're speaking to her. Do you think she's noticed the changes? She mentioned that, or anyone else in your family back um, home, or your friends? And they go, uh, <laughs> "David, you're different. <laughs> like something's something's very different about you." Do they pick up on that? Do you think? Uh, not really at the moment, because to everyone that I'm calling to Malaysia, I mean my friends, my family, everyone, I still talk them with the same language. Yeah, they know but you. They're not yeah. seeing you in this new environment. <laughs> That's true. So, so I, and then sometimes. Uh, some parts the English will come out <laughs> and then they'll be like, no, it's not you. <laughs> yeah, they do mention that. Yeah. yeah. But when you're telling them like that you're actually enjoying the experience here, I'm sure your parents are very relieved about that, but do they also get a sense that, oh, this has been really good for you personally in terms of your own growth as a person? Yes, that's true. They're really happy for me and then they really see that I'm just improving in myself and then, you know, got a job. Got to work, um, you know, studying in a, you know, overseas country. It's it's like a big thing in a Asian family. It's a very big thing uh, in our family that someone is going overseas and then doing their studies. So a lot of support from my family side. So it's it's really amazing. And then my friends, they were like, oh, wow, you got a wonderful opportunity. You didn't get it. It's like, yeah, one day you guys should come and then have a visit so you understand what is something that different. <laughs> but it's an accidental opportunity. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because exactly. you weren't planning on doing this. Yeah. And yet here you are. Yeah. Not, not to say, I mean, I had a thought that I should you know, do something in overseas uh, when I'm doing the tourism course. So I thought, oh, here, Gold Coast is a tourism destination and then we have a lot of opportunities. But uh, that was I planned. But mm. that happened was a different path. <laughs> <laughs> it's an unexpected way, but it's a, it's a good thing. I started everything and then with my uncle's support here, my uncle and aunt, they are the really big support. Um, well, it's yes. great that you've got that family yes, back yes. up here, of course. Yeah. yeah. So every yeah. every each and everything he 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 did everything for me. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. And in terms of your career, because you're still studying at Educare, of course, <laughs> but you're working, I think, three days a week at Tricare. Yeah. 
Where do you see yourself going with this now? Now that you've had this detour that you weren't expecting, where do you think this is going to take you? So I start to plan with that detour in my own, <laughs> you know, my own way, make it my own way. So I thought, okay, now I started. And then I thought uh, the pathway that I choose, I have a lot of marketing here. So I thought, okay, I'm just going to continue my studies until, so I'm nine, uh, now at the moment I'm doing certificate four in aged care. Mm -hmm. So I'm planning to do certificate four in disability care as well, and then continue with diploma in community service. Okay, yeah. so you would be then able to work either in the aged care sector or in the yes. disability sector. Yes. Right, okay. Yes. And of course, uh, Australia recently introduced the National Disability Insurance Scheme, That's which true. has allowed greater support for people with disabilities from professionals yes. like yourself. So with that in mind, because there's not a lot of opportunity working in that either of those sectors back in Malaysia, does that suggest then that you're thinking that you might want to stay here? Yeah, that's true, actually. That might you know, uh, make a pathway for me to stay here in the future. So it you really hate it here then? Not <laughs> <laughs> really. I, I, I'm not hated. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, a little bit just, of sarcasm. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> so yeah, I prefer the work that I'm doing must be a passion for me as well. So this care sector is really make me feel that passion in my work, that work that I'm doing, I'm happy about it. So I really had passion and then I really love my job. Yeah, this makes me, you know, feel, oh, uh, feel satisfied. You're getting that satisfaction from the work that you're doing. That's, that's what I want. So I get it from here. What do you love most about your job? Is it a specific thing that you like about it or is it just the satisfaction of knowing that you're making a difference in people's lives? It kind of both, but main thing is I'm happy about it because I'm able to give a, like a care to someone that they can't take care of themselves. So in the sense of I'm happy that I'm, I can help, I can still help them. So that's what makes me, I, I mean, give me the satisfaction in my job. That's wonderful. Yeah. So you've already <coughs> mentioned that you're planning, once you've finished your certificate for in aged care, that you will start studying disabled care yeah. and then get your diploma it's in care. Where do you see this leading you then? Like, you think you will stay here on the Gold Coast? I'm asking you this because it's, this wasn't the plan. And it's only because of COVID that you're here and you're studying here. And nearly two years later, you're now talking like, well, I think actually this is what I really want to do and I want to do it here. That's it? That's yeah, that's it. Yeah. It is. Uh, yeah. So used to has had the plan that I wanted to be here. But it happened, although it's happened in an unexpected way, but it's still here, the place that I loved. So... Mm -hmm. I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, I'm good with it. <laughs> I really like it. So I have a plan in future, you know, yeah. like a pathway. So just go with the flow where it leads. <laughs> I, I'm okay. not, not anymore, you know, expecting, planning like a dreaming. I, I do have like uh, achievements. I, I wanted to achieve something, but not, not anymore like a big, you know, dream plan because COVID things it might happen like some kind of in a different way. Very hard. And to then it, the it will broke you again. <laughs> so much uncertainty. That's isn't true. It? Yeah. Yeah. That's uncertainty, yes. Yeah. That's true. So taking it one day at a time. That's true. Yeah. What do you love most about living on the Gold Coast? You mentioned nature and having access to the beach and the hinterland, but actually living here in this city. The lifestyle here. It's like if work, then people go to work and the work lifestyle. And then if they're having the off day, they spend it for them, spend with the family. So here, that family love where I used to grow with my, you know, the big family. So that's the, the same kind of vibe I'm getting here. So you spend the time with family, going out, 
and then have fun with friends as well so he have you living your life here it's like not you just focusing on one thing like work you know spending you need money but yeah it's true you need money to you know settle in your life but you need to have your life as well like when you look back you have to you know have all those memories not just only focused work and then just money and then you settle in life once you settle it's like you feel oh no why why you want to travel now i feel i'm too i'm so tired so i don't want that so i want that balanced life david may not have planned for it but he seems to have very much found the balance he was looking for in his life sure it isn't the career he originally envisaged for himself but david's gentle nature and warm personality etched with a permanent smile on his dial make him such an ideal candidate for the care sector certainly his employers at tricare seem to think so for david his ideal of a balanced life isn't just about work and play it's that connection with nature that's also very important to him and with the gold coast natural attributes of the ocean and the mountains so close to each other all within australia's most biodiverse region it's an irresistible combination that provides a uniquely balanced environment as our borders quickly begin to reopen over the coming weeks the gold coast will become an even more desirable destination for those looking for a world class education with an unbeatable lifestyle so many students from all over the world have already made that discovery if you'd like to hear more of their stories you'll find them at www.studygoldcoast.org.au/podcast my name is trevor jackson and i'll catch you next time for tomorrow is mine